Hello, I'm Will Yeoman and welcome to another episode of the Pod Well Travelled. I'm joined today by travel editor Stephen Scarfield and travel writer and photographer and journalist and, oh, I don't know, keen paddler. You do a lot of your bike riding, paddling. You incorporate a lot of that into your story, so that's why I'm I do, pointing yeah, that out. Yeah. Yeah, Very active. You. Much, you're, not, you're not one of these desk-bound sort of journalists that just sits Well, sometimes there. I am, but uh, <laughs> I prefer not to be. Let's Snorkel. put it that way. No. Well, <laughs> anyway, gents, welcome back. Like the other Thank day, you. I mean, he was just busting to get out of the office, so went off snorkeling, so yeah. made yeah. a story. Stephen made the mistake of, of uh, you know, saying, oh, we should do a story on, on shark nets. And, I, I, couldn't uh, take, sort of, I couldn't take the agitation anymore seeing <laughs> you sitting there. <laughs> but how many jobs can you say that about? We can just say, ah, oh, I'm just going to go off and do some snorkeling. Not too many. Not too many, I must say. And, uh, you know, I mean, I guess that leads us into what we were talking about earlier. I mean, we have got so many great spots here just in the Perth metro mm, area. Absolutely. Uh, that, you know, you can jump in a car and, and, you know, 15 minutes you're you're at a good beach uh, and, uh, you know, the – you, you tend to forget that when you live in a place, don't you, sometimes? You just take it for granted to some extent. You do. Um, I always say that every, every cow in a beautiful green paddock has got its head through the fence eating the weeds out on the verge. That's very true. And we're in a beautiful green paddock. Yeah. Those pictures you took of the Omeo shipwreck down at Coogee, which is just south of Fremantle, you know, near Perth, um, were just spectacular. spectacular. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was a great. Just, uh, that's a great snorkel. It just turned out, uh, you know, it was a, a beautiful Perth summer's day, and uh, you know the sun high. And and this uh, Omeo shipwreck uh, is is only about twenty meters off the beach, uh, and that it, it's got this perfect hull shape there uh, on this white sandy. Uh, bottom mm. so it, it really stands out well you know yeah. you've got that it's sort like of two and a half to five meters deep so yeah. it's not yeah i in your story i read it but i actually haven't done the dive or snorkel there but it's got like information plaques or something yes a dive it has. Trailer, it's, it? it's got it's got sort of uh you know mm-hmm. information about the wreck itself you can obviously read that on plaques before you go in there's uh, some information about it but uh interestingly along Along the the bottom, around the wreck, there's a sort of snorkeling trail with uh, some uh, information and little sculptures and things like that. So it's quite it's quite oh, a it's cool place to to dive. But it gets, I mean, because it's so accessible, it does get quite busy. And sure. uh, so if you if you're going to see lots of fish, you either get needs to get there really early or uh, find another place. Yeah, <laughs> mm. I, I, I thought you were going to say really late, but. We all know that the sharks feed it. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah. So it don't get that idea. So, and, you, you, but of course, you got the shark net there. Sorry, Will. No, no. I was going to say. So you, you're sort of beneath the water and very much above the water in some of your other stories as well. Recently, yeah. Drone wise, yeah. Drone wise, not, not, not yeah. you personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, yeah. Just to backtrack a little mm. bit. So, so uh, the following day, I went down to look at another place. Uh, south of Perth called Cape Perrin, mm-hmm. or locally known as Point Perrin. Uh, but that's an amazing place as well because, you know, being a, a cape, you know, you can always find a sheltered beach there, yeah, no matter okay. where the wind is coming from. And there's sort of several sort of uh, limestone uh, outcrops and, and little islands, one called Mushroom Rock, for example, where there's lots of uh, sort of little overhangs and, and that sort of stuff. So you can always see see fish there it's it's a, it's a much better better place for seeing 
fish mm. than the Omeo wreck. The Omeo wreck is really cool because you can see this shipwreck beneath you mm. and, and there's mm. lots of growth on it, of course, and that sort of stuff. But when it gets busy, there's not too many too many fish, to be honest. So a place like uh, Cape Perrin is, is great for that. And as I said, because it's a cape, you can always find a, a lovely little sheltered mm. beach with sheltered water where you can where you can uh, just wade in and and see lots of fish because it's all protected i mean both these sites in different ways are protected but that cape perrin's got the the reef reef line offshore isn't it yes is the, yes the big tamala yeah. limestone plate that goes well really all the way to ningaloo you know mm. up through the midwest you see those offshore breaks and that's the protection of all these places but that certainly is a a lovely, safe, protected place to. Yeah, and, and, and are they they're the kinds of things you would f- photograph from the air as well. It looks great from the air. Yes, yeah. exactly. I just they had a really big ladder. <laughs> 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 yes, I mean, it's, the drone's good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is fun to uh, uh, fly in a place <coughs> like that because it's it it's also safe. I mean, obviously, there's rules about where you can fly drones and where you can't, mm. so you need to be aware of those. But but in a place like that, you can easily get away from other people. And you know you're flying over water, so you're not you're not sort of interfering with anyone or annoying anyone mm. by f- by flying mm. the drone. Um, and interestingly, while I was flying my drone down there, I, w- I was I just landed mine and I was packing up, and another guy was doing the same. But he'd come from a, a, a area just down the beach, and he asked me whether I'd seen anything and anything interesting, and. I said, look, I mean, I was really just flying to get the general view of, of uh, Cape Perrin, so I, I didn't sort of fly out to the reef or mm. anything like that. But he'd done that, and he'd seen mm. a few hammerhead sharks out wow. by, by the reef, you know, patrolling up mm. and down out there, which is pretty cool. I always love those, that footage where you see a couple of swimmers and a shark just beyond them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, I saw some recently in Coral Bay, you know, with a lot of sharks just beyond the swimmers. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but... But you know, generally speaking, uh, certainly down at Cape Perrin, you know, mm. it, it, they, you know, you can never tell with these these critters, but uh, mm. they, generally speaking, don't come in yeah. beyond the the reef line. Yeah. So so it is it is. And hammerheads have very small mouths anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're bottom feeders basically, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> so long as you stay on the surface, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they're, they're just uh, two examples of of great. Mm. sort of uh, snorkeling and swimming areas around Perth. Uh, mm. North of Perth, there's another great area uh, called Metham's Pool, which is uh, just sort of a, a, a sort of naturally enclosed little basin with a reef close by and uh, there's always lots of fish there. Yeah, but I mean it's a little more exposed to the sea breezes and that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, Cape Perrin, again, you know, I keep coming back to that, but you will always find a, a sheltered spot there. So sort of and seclusion, of, yeah. Yeah, and of mm. course you, you have all the 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 islands of the Shoalwater yeah, Marine Park. It's nice paddling around there. Yeah, I yeah was, it's great. I've, I've done quite a bit of paddling around there. It's mm. a nice little, you know, nice little morning just pottering around out there around mm. the islands. Mm. Yeah, not bad at all. Cool. So, so for something completely different, Stephen has been looking at three amazing new hotels. Elsewhere yeah. in the well, world, yeah, not yeah, yes, mm. three new hotels in a sense, but um, it's really interesting time of year because a lot of um, build, you know, new build hotels and mm. refurbishments have sort of come to fruition. I think um, 
you know, quite a lot of the announcements of these new hotels and the openings have sort of waited until, you know, COVID, yeah, yeah, the, the, the tail end of COVID too. for us. Yes. But in other places, it, it feels behind them, I suppose. Yes, yes. Um, but it's, it's really quite interesting. The one that's that I'm probably most excited about is the Iceland Parliament Hotel mm-hmm. in Reykjavik. Mm. Uh, partly because I'll be there in uh, not uh, just a couple of months, a few months' time, actually. Mm. But... Um, uh, that the, the spot is just it's an interesting project I really like it where a tourism project or a hospitality project reinvigorates part of a city and the Parliament Hotel is in the sort of Parliament Square right next to the Parliament building um, so there's there's seven buildings there which have been either restored or are new builds mm. Um, you've got the you've got the Reykjavik Cathedral, which is, I mean, these are also great spots for the kind of Northern Lights because you literally see them out of the hotel window, you know. Um, but I think the hotel is has been built with such sensitivity. Part is part restoration, partly a new new build, and it reminds me of the precinct that we have in Perth here, mm. you know, which is where the Como Treasury in the old Treasury mm. building rejuvenated that whole square. So. Some slightly ugly buildings were taken down. Others were renovated, restored. I think it's known as Cathedral Square, is it? Is that right? Cathedral yeah, yeah, the whole, Square, that whole you know, precinct That's right, it's really yeah. creative. It's got the new well, library, which Mons is amazing. Mons and I head and there with our photo walks with phones. Indeed. Mm. Really, it's because it's just... It's, a it's an obvious choice, pictures, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And mm. I think that this project in, in Reykjavik is, is very similar. So mm. the hotel actually is... Um, it's, it's called... The, the full name is Iceland Parliament Hotel Curio Collection by... Hilton mm. and the curio collection are these sort of um, it's about 130 odd hotels in the sense or you, you know no, I hate the word unique but um, unusual unusual uh, mm. culturally sensitive mm. historically mm. sensitive sort of hotels so very interesting to have have that it's quite small I mean 163 rooms is not a big hotel and I think that um, so just this this position of it um, between what was the old ladies' school and Independence Hall, um, you've got this, and it's sort of part of it is the the old National Telephone Company building. So you know that that's a historic building that's been uh, brought into the modern era. So mm. that's a beautiful mm. thing. Mm. Um, I was also quite interested to see the Manly Pacific in um, in Sydney, uh, which is right on the beachfront there. That's had thirty million dollars spent on it. Well, so this so is a refurbishment. Pandem- then we're it was a real about, pandemic yes. sort of project, mm, mm. and I think quite a lot of properties took that opportunity yes. to do renovate, you know, big renovations, mm. whole floors and whole mm. buildings. Mm. So that's why they're coming through now, particularly in in Australia, um, where we had a different sort of path through the pandemic. Mm, mm. So you're suddenly seeing, you know, when they the, when they were shut, they said, well, we might as well work on the place, which they did, and in actual fact. There are hotels around the world where their staff, their wait staff and their cocktail waiters and bar staff and that, uh, certainly in Bali, they did a lot of renovations employing their staff to as builders, mm. you know, and mm. renovators and decorators and, and they did the with the work on the hotel, which kept them employed. Mm. Um, slightly different here, but the Manly Pacific has had a very big, um, big redesign and I think that the... I'm just looking at the coastal suites, look beautiful, view of Manly Beach. So that's 
particularly, you know, here we are in Perth, Western Australia, lots of us travel over to Sydney for, for mm. various reasons. Yes. So I think the Manly Pacific is is a pretty, it's going to be a pretty good you know, venue for us. Mm. And the, the other thing I just wanted to mention, which sounds slightly odd, I was just thinking, I was looking through this myself for some bookings, you know, and it's always frustrating when you find a good price and then it's, you know, da, da, da. You go, oh, that's a good price. Yeah, I'll, I'll book this. Mm. And then you go, do you want breakfast? And it's the breakfast thing that always bugs me. Because it's like, you know, $30 for a... Well, if you're lucky, it's a good buffet. And if you're not, it's a loaf of white bread and a mm. bit of tin fruit. Mm. And you go, oh, yeah, that wasn't worth $30. But you don't really want to walk out necessarily. Depends where the hotel is. Mm. You know, you go through this thing over breakfast. And if you don't book it, invariably you end up there and go, oh, I'll just go down to breakfast and it's... $35 or something. Mm. I just spotted that the Holiday Inn Express group, all of their bookings always have breakfast. Okay. I think particularly for a family, you know, if you've got a couple of, if you've got a couple of adults and a couple of kids and you don't really want to go out wandering around looking for a cafe, which is probably going to cost you that anyway, I just think it's a really, it's a really good way to book. It's very sensible, isn't it? It's including their prices. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a cost in there, but mm. it doesn't stand out as an extra... No, You've exactly. Got a family, hundred dollars, or and, and then if you did want to just say, "No, I won't bother with breakfast. I'd rather go out and wander out." Well, that's fine too, Doesn't because really you paid for yeah, it all so anyway. I, so I think, particularly for families moving around or groups, moving yeah, around. holiday yeah. in express. I mm. really like the fact that every booking you make, you've just got breakfast in yeah. and that's yeah. it. Yeah. So that's all I've got to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> but just touching on on the uh, hotels being renovated and and you know using old buildings. I mean, I've stayed a couple of times at the Fullerton Hotel so mm. recently in Sydney, mm. uh, in St Martin Place there, mm. uh, in the old GPO mm. building. Mm. I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah, of course, well, it's a very good example. Really well yeah. done. And the Fullerton Group also have. Uh, you know, a couple of hotels up in Singapore. Yep. One of them yep. is also in the old uh, GPO building mm. there, which is a great, not only a great location, but it's also really special to get yeah. inside this, yeah. uh, you know, fully. It's a very good point. It's interesting because they're both GPOs in this yeah. Lake Victor Telecom yeah. building yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what made me think of it. But, but yeah, you know, having said that, the, the locations of, of both of those, I mean, I don't know the Singapore one so well, but that, they're prime examples of somewhere where you could wander out and find some fabulous places to have breakfast. Well, that's yeah. it, because the post office is always the centre of a city. Exactly so right. So I think it's yeah. it's not a sort of blanket rule, is it? It's, it's really, no, no, it it's not a blanket rule. No, no, it's not. No. There's no blanket rules. <laughs> <laughs> there's doona rules, but there's no blanket <laughs> rules. <laughs> okay. Who has blankets? But, yeah. <laughs> but the reason I chose the, no, uh, the uh, Sydney uh, Fullerton to stay at was because it's just so centrally located yeah. like within two kilometer radius you, exactly. you've got the opera house you've got the the sydney harbour bridge you've got darling harbour you've got the botanical gardens and you know you name it it just goes on and on mm. and a really interesting hotel place to stay yeah you know, yeah exactly it's a mm. place yeah, yeah. So. good point there's a good yeah the fullest in there so is good yeah made one for the week then well done <laughs> <laughs> you've done very well the only person who hasn't yet is will what's up <laughs> not shared anything with us. Well, I've got nothing to say. <laughs> now, Will, you have got a lot to say about no, the art. I haven't. About the art series. We, we've we've talked a lot about that. We have to be careful. We don't. No, no, uh, no. Overcook it. You know. It's, no, uh, I, I like I to think give people that, a bit of a break. I think um, I think it's worth mentioning the art series again. You know, this is Will leading a um, uh, a tour to through through the world of Indigenous art in the Northern Territory. Mm. I think it's so unusual. Um, 
that it is worth mentioning again. Well, actually, actually, no, you're right. It is worth mentioning because we should talk about our information night. Exactly. Yes. So this is what you were getting to, weren't exactly. you? Exactly. And I know now. Yeah. So we're having a get together. Mm. Will's having a get together. Because you you won't even be here. I'm should not going to be. Am here. I allowed to say that? You, yeah. Be, no, I won't be here. A, we'll talk about where you're going to be another time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. Um, no, there's a get together here. So you know, in Perth. Here um, being at Newspaper House. Newspaper House, in, which is the uh, home of Seven West Media. Mm-hmm. Will's hosting an evening when he'll be talking about the trip and mm-hmm. what what uh, travellers will be doing with him. Uh, tell us a bit more well, about... Well, okay, exactly. That. I mean, it'll be an opportunity for me to go into more detail about some of the galleries, the museums mm. that we're going to be visiting, some of the artists we'll hopefully get to meet, as well as some of the gallery, uh, gallery owners and curators and so forth. Um, also, the workshop aspect is very important to me, so we'll talk about some of the workshops we'll be doing. We'll be talking about the experiential part of it in terms of the, your own writing, your own photography, and your own drawing. So this is going to be really interesting. And that's, I think that's the point of difference, because yep. there are cultural tours. But how many in, have built-in workshops? Yeah. It's which really enable amazing. you to engage in that much deeper yeah. way. So I, I feel like we are. Yeah, it's really amazing. Of, I'm going to use your word unique because it is unique. It is unique. Well, it's handmade. So, so it's we, we can say that, yeah. So a lot of it's in Alice Springs. Some of it's in Darwin as well. So we, we, and, and I should also point out that for those who are not as adventurous as we are, this is a very, very safe, streamlined, simple tour as well. It's going to be mm. quite extraordinary, I think. But by the same token very easy to do mm. you know small yep. group lovely hotels you know lovely galleries so if anyone who's thinking oh you know i'm not sure about this it sounds a bit complicated it's not yeah it's going to be yep. just perfect so your the information evening is on on the february second the so second thursday the second thursday february, february the second 6 30 6 30 it's free it's free but you have to register register at info at westtravelclub.com.au and please provide us with the names of any attendees you wish to bring along that's right so we can we can give you spots and we're we're in uh 50 hazard road in osborne park Park. in western australia Mm. so um that that'll be just wonderful for them to come and meet you and yeah look and we're going to have a bit of a slide night we'll show some images you know we'll just talk about a whole heap of stuff and um yeah it'd be great opportunity to find Mm. out more to find out whether you're the sort of person that would really enjoy an experience like this so it's info at westtravelclub.com.au absolutely great Mm. i'm glad you brought that up after all I'm glad I led you into it. You were, you were, you were slightly reluctant there. You're, you're, you're very, well, I, I, you know, I guess I'm a little cautious of, of overexposing things sometimes. Oh, look, you, you know. can't overexpose yourself, Will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, perhaps you can. I, I, think, I think we'll stop right there. Well, look, gents, um, as I like to say, and it's been quite a while since I've been able to say Coffee O'Clock because our cafeteria has just opened this week after a Christmas break. No, it's the, no, it's the 15th, Will. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Seriously, the, oh, is it? the cafeteria. This is the first week it's been open. Great. I thought it was the fifteenth of January, but I'm I'm glad to be corrected. Let's go and see. No, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you're. Hang on a second. You're you, you're breaking my heart here. You mean it's not open till next week? I think so. What is wrong with these people? I'm I'm not I'm not afraid to say this in public on the record. <laughs> What is wrong with these people? <laughs> What's wrong with this world? Come on, Bill. I'll make you okay. a nice cup of tea. Okay, that's great. Tea time it is. Gents, thanks for joining us on the pod well travelled. We'll see you both 
here next week. With and coffee. And hopefully the cafe will be open. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Thanks. Bye for now. Everyone.